Welcome, everybody, to the Persuasion School podcast, your all-time favorite podcast in the world, and arguably the most useful, I would say. Where else can you go to become a more effective communicator or to learn how to be more persuasive and get more of the things that you want in life? If that's what you're looking for, you're in the right place. My name is Jake Savage. If this is your first time here, quick background on me. First, you could read the bio if you're interested in learning, but I am a former door-to-door salesman, knocked on about 100,000 doors over the course of several years. And then from there, transitioned into a sales startup where my role really was to build and train a team of elite salespeople nationwide. Was the president there for the past few years. And then in January of this year, 2021, launched my own consulting business, helping nonprofits, uh, basically teaching them corporate sales methods so they could be more effective, win bigger donations. So do that. And then of course, teach the masses, everybody here through this podcast, how to be more persuasive, how to get more of the things that you want. So if you are a fellow salesperson or you're in fundraising, welcome. This is a great place to come and sharpen that skill. Or if you're not in sales or fundraising, this is where you can learn to sell your ideas, get buy-in, whether it's from your friends or family members, your partner, your kids, maybe it's getting your team at work uh, to jump on board with the direction that you think that people should go. Maybe it's persuading your boss to give you a raise or promotion. Maybe it's getting somebody to go on a date with you, could be negotiating something in everyday life or maybe negotiating lower rent, whatever the case, this is where you can come. So what we do is typically just focus on one principle or method at a time on persuasive communication. But on Mondays, we started something new. It's called Monday Q&A. So I'll answer a question that comes through that pertains to being more persuasive or just whatever it is that we talk about here on the show. I'll answer the question and then we'll wrap up. So on Mondays, we have Monday Q&A. Wednesdays, we have Whiskey Wednesdays, which is an informal segment where we mostly just uh, chat about life stories, and usually find a way to tie them back into the theme, of course, of Persuasion School. And then Thursdays, I've got a a lesson prepared on a particular method or principle of how to become a more effective communicator. So let's go ahead and jump into today's question. It comes from Alpha5280. And the question is, how do you handle getting turned down often? Did you get better at it as time went on, or were you always naturally better at rejection? One more time, how do you handle getting turned down often? Did you get better at it as time went on, or were you always naturally better at rejection? Okay, what a great question. You're on Persuasion School. Obviously, if you are uh, intending to be a more persuasive person, you're going to have to overcome rejection quite a lot. You're going to have to get used to working on that fear of overcoming rejection. So for me personally, I got to start off by saying, I don't know if I fully believe we ever get over this as human beings. I mean, I think it's just something that's so innate and we're always going to have some level of insecurity, no matter what. And I don't care about all this like modern day, you know, wisdom and uh, everybody is trying to do all this self-work and self-love and self-learning. What it like, I get it. Great. Work on yourself, get better. But at the end of the day, we are fallible human beings that are always going to have some insecurities. And I definitely do. So I have gotten better at uh, dealing with rejection over time. But there are still plenty of times, given the circumstance, where it still 
stings, but I do have some tips on how we can at least uh, minimize this fear versus completely eliminate it. I would not set the goal for anybody here listening. I would not set the goal for yourself to eliminate the fear of rejection or ever get over it. Just work on minimizing it and it absolutely is possible to minimize it. So I just wanted to start off by saying that. Second, getting used to rejection is literally like anything else in life. I think that's probably a big misconception is that you've got to have super thick skin or maybe you're just born with this, you know, you're so secure in yourself and who you are that you don't care about what other people think. No, no, no. It's literally like anything else in life where it takes repetition to get better at. And so for me personally, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me say many, many, many times. I also say it in the intro, but you know, through door-to-door sales. For me, I, I got lucky because I stumbled into it at age 15. So I I had practice where people, not metaphorically, literally were slamming doors in my faces, in, in my face uh, for years. And that absolutely helped me to overcome the fear of rejection. And I think the reason why is, yeah, sure, it, it stung a little bit the first couple of times that a, a door was slammed in my face. And I did question if it was me and if I did something wrong and if I could be better. And I took it very personally. But if you knock on enough doors, eventually somebody says, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for stopping by. And you start to learn, like you're building these, these new neural pathways over time, realizing that, oh, okay, it's not just about me. It's not like these people hate me. It's just, it wasn't a good fit for that individual. You know, cause this person, I said the same thing in the same tone, the same words, and they said yes, and they were ecstatic about it. So it just goes to show if the constant is me, then the only variables changing are the individual that I'm speaking with on the other end or, uh, or the other side, right? So some people are going to say no, some people are going to say yes. So I, I got to learn that early on, and that was a tremendous help for me. So building through repetition, repetition over and over and over again. For one, you're going to get used to it. And two, with enough repetition, you'll encounter instances of success that will show you that all those previous rejections didn't really matter. So for one, just practice. Practice makes perfect. Although, like I said, you're not going to be perfect with this. You're just going to get a little bit better. All right, number three, I, I I have taken to heart big time the stories and lessons from those that have come before me. So I've studied and learned from a lot of people who have overcome rejection in their life and realized that I was no different. I think that was also just a major turning point for me personally was realizing I am a human being just like these other individuals that encountered rejection, there is no difference. So if they overcame or if they weathered the storm, why can't I? If So examples, you know, some of the, the ones that stand out in my mind that are just kind of my go-tos is I think about Oprah getting fired before she started her own TV show. Someone fired Oprah because they didn't think that she was good enough. Right. So just clear example of sometimes it's just going to be, you know, the other person, something going on with them has nothing to do with you. Another one that made a big impact on my life was hearing that J.K. Rowling pitched her first Harry Potter book to 12 publishers before the 13th said yes. That's a big deal. You've written this book. 
something that you're incredibly passionate about. It's your baby. You know, you care about it. And then you you take it to a publisher and they say, no, we don't think it's good enough to bring to market. That's got to hurt. And then to go to a second one, you're, you're reaching out, you're setting up these meetings and you go to the meeting. And again, you're pouring your heart and soul into this book. And the second person says, no, we don't think it's good enough. The third says no. The fourth says no. She made it to number 13 before that person said yes. And boom, at one point, she was one of the wealthiest people in the entire world. So you got Oprah, you got J.K. Rowling. Most of us have heard about the whole Thomas Edison failing 10,000 times thing or whatever it was before he created the light bulb. That always sticks out to me. Like this guy just kept tinkering over and over and over again, each time failing, 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 failing. But it eventually brought him to success. And then, of course, I, I know... Everybody has different opinions on this guy. But Elon Musk, I mean, you cannot deny this man's ability to overcome rejection. The amount of people and organizations telling him that the things that he wanted to do were impossible, and yet he still went for it, that's astounding. That's incredibly impressive. And if you don't know, I want you to go to YouTube and type in like Elon Musk rocket landing or SpaceX rocket landing. It's important for you to know, NASA, NASA told Elon Musk that it would be against the laws of physics for a rocket to land after it's already taken off. And that was SpaceX's whole premise, was to be able to reuse rockets so that they could make them more affordable and eventually send civilians into space. And NASA thought it was crazy to reuse a rocket and said it was against the laws of physics to do so. But he still went for it anyways and then did it. Unbelievable. All right, so I I see these examples and I think to myself, if they can weather the storm, why can't I? So that's the biggest thing. Then for me, I am a huge, the last point here, I'm a huge believer in the overlap between physical and mental or physical and emotional, like those two aspects of our mind or of us as people. Right. So I, I'm big into endurance sports and that's kind of a newer thing. It's developed over the last probably two years, I would say two or three years is endurance sports. I think I actually started backwards. My, the emotional endurance I developed through sales helped pave the same neuro pathways for me to utilize that in uh, endurance sports and endure physically. But if you, if you don't have either, you're not into exercising, and you're, 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 you struggle with overcoming the fear of rejection, I would start the opposite way. I would start with some exercise because here's why. When you can teach your body how to overcome physical pain or physical strain, or at least to endure it, the same neuropathways that you are creating to endure that physical strain are going to be used to endure emotional strain. And there is science behind this. Studies have been done on the brain to see what happens when we experience emotional rejection and our brains actually release opioids. So our brains are releasing opioids to help us literally like numb and cope with that emotional rejection. And then studies have been done on when we encounter physical strain or pain, like when people are exercising and the brain also releases the same type of opioids in the same amount when you are undergoing physical strain or pain. So our brains equate emotional rejection with 
physical rejection or physical strain. So if you want to get better or develop thicker skin, but you want to get better at overcoming rejection, a great place to start is by getting better at enduring physical pain or strain. Because as you go through that repetition and it becomes more of a a habit for you to overcome the pain that you're experiencing, your brain will start to treat emotional rejection the same way. It'll, it'll, you'll receive these signals saying, this is tough, but I've come through to the other side and I know what it feels like and I know it feels good. So you'll start building those habits to stick with it and come through on the other side. All right, so that wraps it up. That's how I uh, try to overcome rejection. That's how it works for me. Again, it still hurts every now and then. I'm a human being. We're never gonna fully get over that, but there are steps that you can take to reduce the pain that you feel and to get better at overcoming rejection. So action item here, I would encourage everybody to commit, everybody to commit to exercising at least one time over the next week. Now, you don't have to be doing these crazy you know, triathlons or whatever uh, to start getting better at physical endurance. Just something to get outside of your physical comfort zone. If you already exercise regularly, step it up a few notches. Choose some super hard workout and just commit to doing at least one over the next week. And if you're not an ex, you don't exercise ever, just do something. Go on a little jog, something to get out of your physical comfort zone. It will help you become more mentally stable and mentally strong over time. Guys, that wraps it up for today. If you're looking for more content on any of this stuff, really. I, I mean, I love persuasive communication. I love the psychology and neuroscience that goes goes into everything. If you're looking for more content on that, you can catch me on Instagram. I'm usually dropping little things that I learned along the way, as well as my journey for Ironman training is on there. So if you're curious to how I overcome rejection, you can just watch me struggling uh, through my workout videos on a daily basis. So catch me on Instagram. It's at it's Jake Savage. And guys, if you have a question that you want answered on Monday Q&A, go to persuasionschoolpodcast.com. You can drop me a line there. I will see it. You can also DM me via Instagram if you'd like. And if you have a topic suggestion or something that you want answered on our Thursday episodes, go ahead and drop me a line there as well. Lastly, just want to say, I bring this up at the end of uh, some of the episodes, I'm gonna start doing it more and more regularly. But one of the things I'm incredibly passionate about is fighting human trafficking. And it all stems from a six month uh, trip where I lived in Eastern Europe. And I talk about it on a Whiskey Wednesday episode, how a trip to Eastern Europe changed my life. So you can go back and listen to the full thing if you'd like. But focused on fighting the good fight against human trafficking, both abroad and here, right here in the US. And if you want to get in on this fight to end modern day slavery, but you're not sure how, because there are so many different ways that you can get involved, you can just go to the same website, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. And you can either donate right under the section where it says Jake's fight, I will make sure all those donations, 100% of them, get passed on to anti-trafficking organizations. Or you can buy one of the t-shirts that I'm wearing in the cover art, where it says, trust me, I'm a salesman, or trust me, I'm a saleswoman. 100% of the profits from those shirts also goes towards fighting human trafficking. That's it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it was valuable. Get out there, exercise, and I will catch you guys on Wednesday.